Alright everybody, shut up and sit down. I want your complete, undivided attention. You're going to help me iron out any last minute details so I can give this presentation to the Shadow Council on Thursday. Ooh, I love ironing. So hot and steamy. Plus, you have to be naked while you do it. Why would you have to be naked? What? You'd rather I iron the clothes while they're on my body? I mean, I don't keep I said shut it! Now! <clears throat> Esteemed councilmen, what does every god-tier megabrand have that GameCorp doesn't? Safe working conditions? Reasonable work hours? Functioning toilets? This isn't time for jokes! This is serious! Anyway, the answer is obviously their own theme park! What? Think about it. Disneyland, Legoland, Universal Studios, Nickelodeon Universe, the Amazon Rainforest. These are the biggest corporations in the biz, and every year they cram middle-class America through their expensive little joy farms by the billions. Just so they'll associate all those happy little feelings with their brand logo come buying season. Oh, yes. And so, without further ado, I give you... Game Corp Land! The first ever 100% video game theme park, complete with dangerous attractions, expensive food, and barely costumed characters! Oh, okay. Yep, and the best part is, we'll use the portal to zorp in any video game assets we need from all sorts of games. Then we can even charge our clients to have their games featured in the park. It's genius! say this is a simply incredible idea, boss, but I do not believe GameCorp has secured the rights to use any of these intellectual uh, properties. Not to mention the financial stability. It feels like we're on the edge of destruction or bankruptcy every other week. True, and we haven't even fixed the damages from when your wife bought Bayonetta last episode. The only thing that wasn't broken in her office was the window, ironically. Uh, duh! That's why we need the money, idiots! We've got two days to make this business plan look airtight, if we want to land every investor the council's invited. I'm talking complete breakdowns of accounting, staffing, HR, shipping and receiving, sales! I want every department on this. Obviously, in addition to doing whatever the hell it is you people actually do around here! Oh, right. Wait, so what does this mean for the podcast? Right, numbskulls. You boys will be running the simulations on these two big database business models to see which one is the better fit for our project. Oh, neat. I've always wanted to work with big data. Wait, this is just the business management game Two Point Campus. Yeah, and this is the Dino Park simulation game Jurassic World Evolution 2. What? Why even these games? What are you insinuating? That I randomly selected these by throwing darts at a dartboard that I taped the names to and a bunch of Civ games and I just threw the dart and it hit them and I chose these for you three? Uh, no, but I guess we are now? Just get to work, all of you. We got two days to make sure GameCorp land is the most profitable, foolproof business plan since the metaverse. Oh, we are finished, dismissed. Uh, should uh, should we tell him about the metaverse? No, 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 no. Uh, He's already got the VR goggles on. Uh. Yo, Zuckerboard, baby! It's the boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sick robot avatar. Oh, that's just a selfie. Nice, nice. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, where is everybody? Hello and welcome to Game Corp, the best damn podcast this side of the video game dimension. 
We are your hosts. I am Cowboy. I'm Jake. And I'm JB, a.k.a. The Jurassic Bachelor. Hey! <laughs> that's I have nothing relevant that. to the episode. <laughs> hey! Is it because you haven't dated in so long? No, Nobody has anything for the Jurassic Bachelor. I'm so alone. <laughs> it's in my name. I'm a bachelor forever, and I'm old, I guess. Well, let's bury Older. that and never talk about it. In today's yep. episode, it's all about money, baby. We're pitting Jurassic Just World like Evolution 2. Damn. <laughs> against Two Point Campus to see which tycoon game has the most corrupt, the most exploitative, the most profitable business model ever, baby. Mm. I like saying baby when we're talking about money. Yeah, baby. I do too. Got yeah, that green baby. Look out! It's Alphwatch. No. Thank you for joining the first episode in 2022 of Alphwatch 2022. We say 2022 a whole bunch, baby. Have you guys nice. ever watched Alf? No. No? <laughs> Which well, I feel bad. Well, that concludes Alphwatch Alf 2022. <laughs> no, okay, so seriously. We always try to think about you know stuff to talk about when we start <laughs> this podcast mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I've been watching a lot of Alf and I want to talk about it because it's been a really really weird experience wait is so, it is it original Alf or is there a new Alf is Alf is Alf back in pog form yes, is it like Alf 2.0 he is not back in pog form what I have been doing is watching oh. the original run of Alf free on YouTube with ads <laughs> interesting <laughs> I've watched the whole season of it so far I watched it because Alf is kind of like this really he's in this really weird spot right he's he's this really weird pop culture kind of phenomenon from the 80s yeah. but mm-hmm. everyone i talk to hasn't really ever watched alf like everyone right. i know hasn't watched Alf. they just know of alf Alf's yeah we all know there. alf he's we the guy in the alf. corner he's the guy in the corner of the party right yeah. and he's eating fuzzy shit. brown alien yeah Real fuzzy cute. brown alien nobody's seen an episode we've all just seen commercials yeah, yeah absolutely well i wanted to change that so recently i started watching alf and this show is fucking crazy <laughs> excuse me i gotta burp uh, I mean, it's got an, a- nice. he's an alien. That. It's got an alien in it. Please cut that. It's disgusting. Nah, keep it in. <laughs> Editor JB here. No. <laughs> oh man. Okay. But yeah, this show. This show is fucking crazy. So, it's 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 so pure '80s. Did you know that Alf's real name is Gordon Shumway? No, it isn't. No way. It is Gordon Shumway. Alf stands for alien life form. It's a nickname. Alf's name is Gordon Shumway. He's a god dang car salesman from his home planet. They're called Flems. But he's a car salesman from his home planet. He's 229 years old. And his nice. planet was destroyed in nuclear warfare. Oh, not Jesus. nice. You in the nuclear, space, you're it, blowing my mind. You got to space these facts out. Yeah, you're blowing no, my got, mind I, like I, you blew up his planet. Well, how could you, Jake? <laughs> I got a lot of facts. So anyway, the entire premise of ALF is that after his entire civilization was annihilated in a nuclear apocalypse... He lands in the Tanner's garage. What? And hijinks ensue. Did you guys know? Here's a cool Alf fact. Alf's an asshole. Really? He's a total fucking jerk in this show. And it's not even I mean, like. Can you blame him? He was a he was a used true. car salesman whose planet blew salesman. up from nukes. Could <laughs> have told you that. I mean, he's got he's got every right to be a little upset. And he's uh, a refugee from the nuclear holocaust, hiding out in somebody else's home. Yeah, basically, he's like a scientist. Like, he can't contribute. Like, I'm sure all of his ALF buddies came down and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll teach you how to create, like, frame shift drives so you can, you know, transport yourself across long distances. But ALF is sitting there like, I can sell a car, but I don't know how these cars work. All our cars are different. Oh, 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 buddy. ALF holds jobs. 
Not just one. He's a regular Homer Simpson when it comes to different jobs. Really? I get that reference. He absolutely <laughs> Yeah, he absolutely does. But get this. He's not he's not very alieny at all. He comes except for he eats weird shit. So picture just some used car salesman falls through your garage, moves mm-hmm. in, and you have to take care of him. And he, every day he's eating all your food. He's trying to eat your cat. He's setting the kitchen on fire. He's eating tacks and fiberglass. He's eating pieces of your puzzles. He comes in and makes you pate with Play-Doh in it. He's an asshole. And then and he wisecracks. Right. He wisecracks every time something happens. Like he sets the kitchen on fire, he goes and watches TV, tells him <laughs> to clean it up quick. He's basically one of those old school, like, abusive husbands. Yeah, bring me a sandwich when you're done putting out my fires. Oh, that classic 80s thing where, like, they do something bad and then they don't care and the audience laughs. Like, you didn't clean up after yourself. And he's like, go fuck yourself. And the audience is like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. And the audience is like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, absolutely. And the stuff that happens in this show. Okay, in one episode, Alf uses the ham radio and contacts President Reagan. (laughs) Okay. And gets the FBI called and gets the dad of the household arrested. Wow. In another episode, he falls in love with their 16-year-old daughter and spends the whole episode trying to woo her. And you know what the family does? Feels bad for Alf. They're okay with it. Oh. But he's like two. You said he was two hundred and twenty nine like years old. Yeah. On top of being a fuzzy brown aardvark monster, I mean, yeah. I thought it was alien elf, alf, alien elf, alien life form, alien A-L-F. life form. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Yeah. So he falls in, in one, love with a sixteen year old daughter. Yeah, he falls in love with a sixteen year old daughter and creates a goddamn music video, which you can <laughs> look up on YouTube today. An entire music video with every instrument played by Alf. <laughs> and at the end of the episode they're okay with it they're not like you get away this is our daughter you need to go they're like oh elf oh that's shucks she didn't go out on a date with you elf ah oh, shucks and that was the end of it that was the end of it in another episode elf reveals that every 75 years he goes fucking crazy that was a good episode they lock mm-hmm. him up and he starts going crazy and imitating people's voices in the night and then traps their little seven-year-old son, Timmy, in a box. I don't know if his name's Timmy. I forget. And oh then rampages, Timmy Tanner. And then rampages uh, through the neighborhood. You in know, another one, he uh, buys the daughter a Lamborghini. And then Joy rides right, through he and can destroys stay. it. <laughs> you know, there, there's something that 80s movies did where they they had these creatures that kind of go evil, but they never really address like how catastrophic it is. Like Gremlins. Yes. Gremlins is yes. like an adorable movie, but it's actually horrifying if you really think about it. Like that's I mean, world ending. It a horror film? Like is it? Well, kind well, of. Kind the of. first Gremlins. The first Gremlins was half horror, half comedy. Um, yeah. The second Gremlins goes buck wild in its full comedy. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it definitely yeah, does. yeah. And they're in the mall. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, little cute Mogwai offsets like 90% of the horror in it, and it just gets glossed over. Like, same thing with Alf, it sounds like. We don't we don't really think about it, but it's... That was a lot of thing with, like, 80s shows. Is like, mm-hmm. you never actually watched it and thought about it, or else you'd realize how absolutely horrible they are. Oh, absolutely. And it's a it's it's really from another time. It was before and I'm not trying to throw buzzwords around, but it is kind of true. It is before PC culture kind of. So yeah, Alf says, off, yeah. yeah, Alf says all sorts of uh rude and mean and raunchy and mildly racist things. And get this. Yep. Get this. There's one episode where Alf learns how to farm from a Mexican migrant kid. 
That happens. <laughs> yep. The thing with like uh, culture is the things that are normal now will be problematic soon. And uh, we're going to look back and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, it's when you're in the moment, you don't really see how bad things really are. It's hindsight's twenty twenty. you know. You it is know very true. That works. Yeah, for some things, it is very true. It is very true. And, uh, I mean, in the case of Alf, there were some, there were some themes where it was uh, pretty incredible, like drinking beer with their six-year-old son. Like, he does that, too. <laughs> that one was great. You don't see that one anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think that with, like, uh, the show Married with Children, and they're yeah. so mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. to each other, and I'm like, get a divorce. Don't make a show. Why do you, you hate each other? Why are you still married? And it's like that whole bu- boomer humor, humor thing. It's just like, oh, you know, I hate my wife. want to murder her. <laughs> she used to be the love of my life and inspire me to do things. But now, like, I just want to bury her in the backyard. It's like, what is you're psychopathic? Like, leave. What is this? Yeah. Why is this normal? Why is yeah. this OK? Coincidentally, a theme of one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> OK, tell me about it. That's it. He thinks the neighbor buries his wife in the yard because they argue all the time. And they are terrible for each other and should have been divorced a long time ago. Oh, my God. TV back then was wild. You remember the dinosaurs show? Oh, I yeah. Loved Not the dinosaurs. Mama. That that stuff gave me, like, a liminal feeling. You know that creepy, uh, uncanny valley feeling where you just don't mm-hmm. feel safe despite the fact that you're not physically there? Watching yes. that show just made me feel unsafe every second I watched it. It, was it filled you with like an existential dread. Like it filled you... me with a weird dread. Interesting. And they were always so dark, dark muted browns. All all shows in the eighties were brown. Everything was brown. Do you notice that? Yeah, because they Actually, went from yes. you know sepia in the seventies to brown in the eighties. The eighties were brown mm-hmm. to like neon random colors in the nineties. Yeah, then then you got like spectrovision or whatever yeah. it was called. And then we got like normal color in like the the mid 2000s, I would say. And then everything went uh movie colors, which is like what? Blue and orange and blue typically. Yeah, orange yeah, and blue. Everything's Every... orange and blue nowadays, yeah. Everything orange and blue. <laughs> Speaking of orange and blue, in one episode, Alf tries to convince the grandma that he can talk to her dead husband and holds a fake séance to convince her to move out. That's one Classic. thing that he did. That's one thing that he did. I can't tell if you're trying to sell me on this show or warn me of this show, but you're selling me on it. I don't know. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know. know. And here's the thing. Like, the relationship with Alf and this family is not jovial. Every once (laughs) in a while something. Yes. Every once in a while something very, very desperate happens. And they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, Alf, we wouldn't let you die and be dissected. Please move back home. And he's like, well, I guess. Oh Most God, episodes, yeah. it's fighting, and not just a little bit of fighting. It's it, you're setting yourself up for twenty minutes of watching a family have a fucking fight every <laughs> single episode. There, there's got to be like off the screen scenes of him just like threatening, just utter alien violence. Oh, get this! It, yes, actually, yeah, yes. So. Absolutely. Uh, I looked up on why Alf ended after four seasons. It's because everybody hated it. <laughs> everybody really? involved with the show Alf and everyone associated with making Alf come to life fucking hated the actors and vice versa they actually really did not like each other or like doing the show the final scene of the final episode the guy who plays the dad read his final line nobody even yelled cut he said his final line in one take went to his trailer grabbed his shit and left <laughs> wow 
Wow. And that's been Alf Watch. I might update you if I watch some more episodes. Which I probably a show produced s- on pure hate. Yeah, <laughs> I know you said like it's he he's not in pog form, but the fact that this you know modern marvel of history is just free on YouTube right now is pretty pog. Am I right, gamers? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's neat because you can rewatch it in a new context, and that's like having a brand new show. True, that's almost as good as a remake. You get to see it in a in a in a newer light. I kind of want to watch it now. I really do. I think you should, uh, or not. I don't know. I don't know what this was. Like, I don't know if I was trying to sell you on the show or warn you. I don't know. <laughs> the show yeah. fills me with bewilderment when I watch it, and I don't know. I, I haven't formed an opinion. I just watch like a slow-moving train wreck. It's Elf. Sounds like Lost. Com- All right. Comical shrug. It's Elf. <laughs> hey, you. Who, me? Sure. Whatever. Who has six thumbs and is an embarrassment to their parents. Hey! Okay, first, rude. Sink it. You used that like three times this week. And I'll keep using it until you stop falling for it. We didn't fall for it. You just yelled, hey, you, and then started insulting us. Mm-hmm. Hey, you. What? No, Jake! Who has two thumbs and looks like a dork. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> He's nuts. Yeah? <laughs> Don't side with her. All right, can you just give me the drop pod? Fine. All right, can you hand me that? Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why I ever ask you guys to hand me that, because I can reach it, too. Yeah. Why, why don't you just, like, sit right next? Like, anyway, have you my can spot. move the two. I have my spot. I have my butt groove in my chair. Anyway, let's pop this bad boy open. All right, this round of listener questions is brought to you by Grumple Sniff's Furniture Lacquer. Lacquer? Mm. I hardly know her. Wow. All right. <laughs> we got another one sent in by Beaker. Meep. Hey, ah, Beaker. Beaker. Yeah. Is there anything that because of gaming that you are thankful for? For example, making friends, getting through a hard time, jiggle physics, etc. And that's it. I like this question. All right, guys. Is there anything because of gaming that you're thankful for? Yeah, I think gaming has become, you know, I... It's always been for me a sort of social exercise, you know, like Mm -hmm. back in the day when I used to play games, I never really played games by myself. Like it was always either I was with somebody who was watching me game, I was watching somebody else game, or I was playing multiplayer games with my friends or, you know, uh, Cowboy or whoever, you know. So it's always been a way for me to, you know, somebody who's really introverted and doesn't really... um, have an easy time connecting with people it's sort of like a shared experience that makes it very easy to connect with others in a way um and uh, you know i'm I'm really thankful to f- for the fact that you know i have this sort of social outlet that allows me to to connect with others when normally i wouldn't be able to i want to pair it that because that's kind of true and with i don't know if this is a dude thing i think i've heard some research that it is but it might just be a human thing uh, working together on a shared goal with somebody just feels like a better social interaction. It's why mm. you make work friends. It's it's why we like to do stuff together, like go to dinner together, go to movies together. People like to work towards a common goal together. And that's something that I really like that, that's come from it. Like, you know, you could just sit in a room and talk with friends, but having this catalyst for fun moments and for triumph together and feeling like you succeeded together only gaming really does that in a very hardcore way that movies and TV and other stuff doesn't do. And that's undervalued, underappreciated. I think gaming is like a huge thing for socialization between gamers and like having us feel connected. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Did you guys know that gaming has more influence on uh, personality and, and like social status than music does nowadays? I can believe oh, that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Like back in the 90s, uh, the clicks and who you are and what you wore, you wore band t-shirts. Yes. You were the rocker kid. You were the fucking pop kid and stuff like that. So music used to play really hard into, especially younger audiences, mm-hmm. their identities. And music... Er, Video games nowadays have kind of taken that place. The gamer is an identity, and the type of gamer you are is an identity. Yeah, yeah I can't remember the last time I've asked people, like, what bands do you listen to? Because you just listen to Spotify or Pandora. Like, you don't listen to bands. You listen to, like, a collection of stuff. A lot of right. people. But what I, ga- I feel like, I, I don't want to, like, you know, call anybody out who says this, but I, mm-hmm. I am judging you silently and very loudly from this this seat of power I have on this podcast. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> from a choice. My- <laughs> listen up. Um, <laughs> from my audio throne. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling on my Game of Thrones throat. I, I've never seen the show. Anyway, yeah. uh, so people, you know, will be like, oh, music, I like everything except country. And, you know, it used to be a sort of like sign of, you know, oh, I'm better than everyone else to not like country for some reason. Anyway, I always judge those people because I'm like, I just like everything. Like music's mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. The genre doesn't really matter. But I don't feel the same way about games. Like you can seriously get a a judge of a personality from a game that you cannot get from the l- music listen somebody listens to. Because I listen to literally everything. Um, and that doesn't change like who i am as a person but the games you play the way you spend your you know you can game for 10 hour sessions sometimes and it's like the way you spend a a huge chunk of your life is going to affect your personality in a a very big way um yeah yeah. and all those eve gamers out there (laughs) you know who you are it's it's like (laughs) once it's like when somebody says i play genshin impact it's like oh you listen to nickelback yeah. Ooh, ooh, hot take. Are <laughs> you saying right take. now for all eternity that Genshin Impact is the Nickelback of gaming? I don't have to say it. It is a well-known fact. It is I, the I disagree. Of hard disagree. I think the Nickelback of gaming is Diablo Immortal. I'm just that's the put creed. That that's the creed of gaming. <laughs> mm. Fair, fair. Genshin right. Impact is very. Look at this photograph. That's every okay. time. It makes me laugh. It does. It makes me that laugh when I see people on play that game. Joey's head. Yeah, can't remember what he said. Mm. Can't do it. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll agree with the social aspect too. Like some of the best nights that I've had, uh, like especially when uh, I was younger, is when we were all together in a room playing games together. Mm-hmm. Like nights like that, fucking rule. Yeah, and of course, you know, going out and doing other stuff too. Yeah, sure, that's all great too. But there was something fucking special about us all piling in with drinks and with pizza and just playing fucking i don't know halo all night mm-hmm. right yeah those were such special times i'm gonna say one other thing though because it's not all social because we're not all social gamers and more That's and more true. i'm not um gaming for me has always been a way to escape it is uh it is my escape from reality man when i need to relax when things get tough when i need a break I can immerse myself in a video game. And I know not everybody has that experience. And I'm not saying it's a special thing because tons of people do, but some people don't. But I really can shut off reality when I play a video game and feel like I'm there. I, I get mm-hmm. I get that out-of-body experience when I play. And I've never had that with any other thing. Uh, I love reading books, but never felt like that. Not the same way I do with video games. Like, it, it really is something special. And, I mean, on top of just the escape that you can get 
from reality through video games. There, there's so many like cool concepts or like so many emotions that can be evoked mm-hmm. from video it's, gaming. It's a much more versatile medium for experience compared oh, to yeah. music, movies, and books. Do great, but not in the same way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, so one of the things, you know, it, it's kind of a meme at this point, but I don't like scary games and it's because they spook me to all ends and I like I just can't handle it physically. Um, but I am fine with scary movies. I've been watching uh, mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger movies since I was a toddler, like still in diapers. I, I have no issue with scary movies. I have no issues with um what some people may call scary music, I guess. I don't know if that exists. <laughs> like spooky but, Halloween. Yeah. yeah. The monster mash. Um, so I have, I have no issues with scary movies, scary books, scary music, but scary games, they're just so immersive and they, they really bring you into this world to where it's like, I'll, I will have trouble sleeping. And, you know, so that's it. Huh. it. It just kind of is a point in, in what you're saying. Like, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know it was exclusive to just video games, dude. Yeah, it's, it's something to be thankful for is experiences you would not have. There is no other medium that would replicate the experiences. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say, based on what Jake said, I want to say the inverse, not escaping from reality, but gaming bleeding into reality. I'm thankful for uh, this odd transfer of skills. I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, I, you know, we used to play pool a lot, go out, play billiards, have a few drinks. And I started playing a game called Rocket League, which involves hitting a ball at certain angles to get into a goal. My billiards, my pool game has increased like 400%. I'm so good at pool now because I've been hitting them acute angles in Rocket League. I've been learning like how to hit a ball just right to get it to go the right direction I want. And Mm -hmm. that's a transferable skill. I've gotten real skills from games that translate to real life. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's not just that's not just that. I mean, brain games, a lot of brain games, Factorio, uh, that coding game that you played, uh, JB. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure those like Bitburner, yeah, Bitburner, mm-hmm. uh, the human 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 resource machine, resource machine, yeah, yes. that one. That's really cool. Studies have shown that kids who play video games do better with um, like critical thinking. Everything, skills. like <laughs> literally everything. At yeah. this point, it's like, nah. There's got to be something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we score higher on every single thing except eyesight, I guess. But like, you're right. We, <laughs> we have the technology. We can just wear contacts. Like, uh, yeah. I. That's kind of an interesting thing. Like I was reading because my wife sometimes she'll do the classic mom thing where she's like, "Is it okay for him to play video games yeah. six hours a day?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, there's no issues with this. He's going to be a genius. Like, it's it's no big deal. Um, and and you know, all of these studies, they're they're pretty conclusive. I mean, gaming is it it makes you successful. And I look at people in uh, at our workplace, right, where they didn't play games in their life and they struggle. Yes. You know, they struggle with technology. They struggle with picking up new skills quickly. Like, it's a it's such a gamer um, sort of privilege. That we don't need tutorials anymore. We yes. understand yeah. how things work at a level that, you know, we take it for granted, really. But, like, I've seen people try to pick up new technology and they're just – they look like monkeys trying to figure out how to open a co- coconut, you know? like and <laughs> I, uh, uh, Give me yeah. an iPhone and you can replicate that perfectly. Well, exactly. What, what <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But you could figure it out. Like if I give sure. you an iPhone, it'll take you ten minutes and you'll you'll, right. you'll figure it out. You know? I, I think one of the big things about that is like the ability to self-discover. People who don't play games don't fuck with shit. They just right. look at it and go, I don't know what to do. And I us need an instruction game, manual. Yes. Yeah. Us as gamers, we're like, oh, let's 
fucking look around. <laughs> let's let's go this way. Oh wait, this isn't the this is the correct way to go. Let me double back and see if there's any treasure mm-hmm. this other way. Like we fucking get into all the cracks and crevices. As yeah, games. think about like fighting games. What is the first thing you do in a fighting game? You learn the combos. Yeah, you're like, let me figure mm-hmm. out the buttons. Hold on. And yeah. you stand in your own corner and you click buttons and figure out what they do. And then you're both like, okay, we know enough. We'll figure it out on the fly. And you, and you just go to town. Like, yeah. It's the advice I give to everybody struggling with new technology. I say, fuck with everything. Go into every menu, click every button, get in there, learn. And I think, mm-hmm, that's, right. a, I think that's a gamer trait. I think that comes from I agree. That. Yep. If you break it, it's their fault. Goddamn phone. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it, Beaker. It's uh, getting in the cracks with the bros. Halo night, baby. (laughs) Getting Getting in the the cracks with the the bros? bros? (laughs) You guys said it, not me. Anyway, as always, send uh, listener questions to questions at welcometogamecorp.com or hit us up in our DMs or Discord, and we will answer your burning-ass fucking questions, you beautiful people. Oh, yeah. Mm. Preparation H needed. That's not what I said. (laughs) To get in those bro cracks. The ass is burning. (laughs) Give me that prep H. (laughs) Prepare your H. Prepare your H, your That's heinous. not what I said. <laughs> you said H it. H stands for you Halo. You guys said it. All right. All right. Attention, morons. If you're done talking about bro cracks, your first interview appointment has arrived. What? Interview? What do you mean? Oh, right. I forgot to mention. The boss sent us an email and he said he's busy, so we have to interview some potential mascots or what? something. I was hoping they were interviewing to replace you three. Uh, I mean, it can't be hard, right? We've interviewed people for the show. Actually, no. Never. Really? Yep. Great. Here's the first interviewee. Whoopity woo! Hello, everybody! I'm Scruffles the Pizza Cat! Um. Oh, God, God cool. you're gooey. Yeah, it's real cheese! You want a bite? Of your body? No, thanks. Um. I'm just here to interview and slope around a little bit. What you guys got for me? Oh, slope. Uh, I hate this guy. What shit, we've you? never done an in- What do we ask him? It's a mascot. Oh, it's what are we interviewing for? Mascot? Mas- oh, okay. Uh, what is your... Uh, g- give me a rhyme. Mascots rhyme, right? Like, rhyme for they, us. They rap? They rap. Mascots rap. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys really put me in a situation here. Um, um, my name... My, my name is... My name is Scruffles, and I'm made of pie. If you'd stand back... I hit you in the eye with my spicy pepperonis. Here I come to play. And did I forget to say I'm Scruffles? Yeah, the pizza cat from Game Corp. Here I come and I'm gonna go blorp. That's my pizza pie splatting on the sidewalk. Oh yeah, you wanna talk? I'm Scruffles. Uh, pizza I cat. Mean, not it bad. was good. That was pretty good. But culturally, what kind of message will we be sending? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, is it is it is a pizza cat cultural appropriation? Um, oh, right, of cats or a pizza? Yeah, a bowl. Um, eat more pizza, probably. Just uh, yeah. you Does know. Game Corp have a pizza wing? Like, wait, what is Game okay. Corp land? I'll have a pizza wing. Oh, hey, why you're am the I pizza the specific here, mascot? buddy. I'm just here to sell pizza. I'm here to sell pizza pies for people in forty four bucks a slice. I don't need this. I really don't need this. I really. 
I was hired by Temp Agency. I'm covered in pizza. Yeah, there's just a lot of cat you know hair in the pizza. No, and no, I don't forget know. it. Forget it. I'll okay. sell pizza and fucking junkie cheese. Forget it. You got suck. I'm out of here. All right. Uh, yeah. We'll be in touch. Uh, that took care of itself. I'm I actually liked pretty... him. He was all right. I kind of think yeah. maybe we should hold, like, put him in the maybe pile. Yeah, he's definitely a maybe, dude. He yeah, might... solid maybe. He's the strongest hmm. contender so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Anne, can you uh, send in the next um... thing? Hope oh, Thing? Uh, what? Whatever. Hello, it's me. Wait. Uh, <laughs> Hello, um, my name is Bowie. Are you the kid from Pokemon Legends Arceus? I- yeah, that's me. And, you're, you're the Buizel boy. You're the Buizel boy with the little Buizel. I mean, it's it's a little hard. I would formerly Buizel boy. You killed him. Oh, that's oh. right. Cowboy, you did kind of kill his Pokemon. You killed my Buizel. I mean, he I'm, was the bestest boy. I'm sure you got more than one, right? I mean, you're the Buizel boy. You got more than one Buizel, right? I just had the one Buizel. Oh, God damn it. That was the, the only one. It was a, it was a family Buizel. My father and my father's father had the Buizel. Well, where are they uh, at? They're dead as well. He, oh, yeah. They died of broken hearts when Buizel oh, died. Yeah. So you're just all like right. an all-around orphan. Okay. What, yeah, you call, so call him I, Orphan Boy? Yeah, so the, the the boss kind of gave me a, an option to come here because I didn't have any family because you killed my weasel. Yeah, yeah. No, you you said that already. Oh, the boss does like orphans. Okay, so uh, okay. All right, big bad weasel boy. Um, what do you what do you bring to the table, man? What kind of mascot well, are you gonna do? B. Nor- normally, I would say I would bring up weasel, but you killed him. <laughs> right. We 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 established. <laughs> That. You got you got any other like marketable so skills? Can you can you juggle? Can you sing? You know I'm really good at raising and caring for weasels. Okay, but yeah. I can't do any of that anymore. That's it's got that in the notes here. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you have any references? Uh, all my references are weasel specific, and they're dead, and they're and all they're dead. dead. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, that you know I I think we got everything we need. You're you're uh, we will call you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for whatever you just did. Great. We can't possibly go with that guy. What was that? That was. I feel like we have to at this point. I mean, we killed him, his whole family. We didn't kill his family. We didn't kill his family by by the transitive property of algebra. I mean, it's just so easy to catch weasels. Why doesn't he just catch another weasel? There There were so many weasels in that game. I don't know, man. There were a lot. There were too many weasels. Put them in the put them in the put them in the too sad for children pile. Yeah, Yeah. too sad to be a mascot. I agree. Yeah, he did that silent tear thing, and I just, like, yep. we all ignored but, uh, it, but Cowboy, we all Cowboy, you're going to have to call him, because you already killed his weasel, so now you can kill his hopes uh, yeah, yeah, for the future. Okay, I am uh, going to send him a text. That'll be how I handle yeah. that. <sighs> all right. Uh, and um, next one, I guess. Hey, it's Loopbox Larry. I'm here for my interview. Oh, no. No, dude, you already no. work here. What Loopbox. are you doing? You can't interview. But I, you guys have been calling me Loopbox Larry, and I figured it would make a great mascot name. I mean, I'm turning the pain into profit. I mean, I thought that was just your name, right? Like, no, I, I told you it's Larry Fitzgerald. It's I was very clear. It was on my birthday invitations. That, that doesn't never... sound real. 
All right, yeah, Lou Larry, how can you possibly juggle being a mascot at Game Corp Land and also run logistics at Game Corp, man? Like, how are you going to juggle two jobs? A lot of people get in trouble for that shit. I mean, I am, I don't actually sleep, so I figured I could oh. work the night shift with the children roam around the park in the darkness, and I stalk behind them in the shadows. And that's, I think that could work, and then I jump out and I give them a loot box. I think that'll get you arrested, man. It might. It hasn't yet. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, guys, this could kind of work. Like, if we get him on the night shift, maybe he won't work during the day as much or won't have as much energy so he doesn't show up I as guess he could work after five. I guess you yeah. could go work after five, man. That's, yeah. that's something. Actually, I have to visit my parole officer after five. Oh. It's so... And also, uh, we need to make sure it's not built near any schools. All right, Larry. Um, We'll be Um, in touch, man. Just leave your number in the trash can. Go ahead, and uh, we'll call you. right there. Thank you for your consideration. Yep. Yep, yep. Okay, yep. Yep. Bye. All right, everyone's terrible. He just gets worse Uh, every time. The more we learn about him, the less I want to. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, is, is he a strong maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's pretty. He's top three there. for sure. Top. Three. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, okay, so it looks like there's only one more. Let's just get it over with. And can you send in, um, Mr. Hands? Hello, uh, Mr. Hands. Oh. oh God! Thank you for your I time. Got, uh, oh. you can leave now. I go out that way. No, yeah, yeah, yeah right there. Just, <laughs> just he's so leave. sweaty. He's so weird. I I don't like this at all. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this segment. And any other ones, you can just send them to Terry. I mean, he's the head of HR. He can handle it. Yes. I mean, he'll probably match their energy, too. So that might be better. Uh, Yeah. Oh, maybe we shouldn't have to. No, it's fine. It's fine. They'll make the right choice. All right. Well, uh, since we are done with that, would you guys like to start the Ask the Intern segment? Oh, yes, please. Let's ask those interns. No. You always say ass. No, it's ask. <laughs> Where's the there's K a so- when there's you a, say there's it? There's a soft the K when he says it. At the end of the word. It's a very soft K. K. Ooh. Well, so now it's time for Ask the Interns, the segment where we take your ideas. Ask the Interns <laughs> is brought to you by Student Loan Unforgiveness. <laughs> Boomers looking down on you because you didn't have to pay your tuition. Are you always losing the My Life Sucks competition? (laughs) Are you running out of things to complain about? Well, now you can. Times are tough, and you can be too. Simply reach out to SLU, and we'll take care of the rest. With SLU, you get the full student loan experience. Confusing payment schedules? Check. Multiple difficult-to-find-and-navigate websites? All of which are unnecessary? Check. And best of all, absolutely zero communication. Each month, you even get a sticker that says, I paid my student loans. What about me? (laughs) So you can feel both forgotten and neglected by the U.S. government, but also (laughs) superior to all your peers. Student loan unforgiveness. Suck it, Uncle Boomer. I paid my loans. (laughs) Last episode, we asked, who is your favorite female protagonist? Mike E. Dove from Whack Bracket says, I had a hacked version of the original strip poker game on C64, that's the Commodore 64, for all you Zoomers, Mm -hmm. and the amount of time to get to the pixelated boobies was madness, so that girl pissed me off. Fortunately, I figured out how to rename the files to make her start naked. Good times. Hacking for boobs. Classic. Hacking those boobs. That's certainly a protagonist of 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 a type. Of a sort. Yeah. Yes, definitely had a great arc in that game. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Lots and Opinionated Luscious comes in and says, Alex from Life is Strange, True Colors. Okay. But then Pixel Project Radio replies saying, she's cool, but I like the OG duo a little bit more. Referring to Chloe and Max from mm, the original yeah. Life is Strange. But then Opinionated Luscious strikes back with facts and logic saying Chloe was a terrible person, always putting Max in danger. And in Every time period, even when Chloe was disabled, Max never reaches out. She was... I still think Alex is the better character. Damn. She plays as a bard to help her kid mourn her brother. She was is disabled it... in one is... of the timelines? Is no, this I don't a... know. Is this, a... is this a movie Mean Girls? I'm having, yeah. I'm having trouble following. Yeah. And uh, you're not alone because Pixel Project Radio jumps from the top rope with the three <laughs> thumbs up emojis. I never saw it coming. <laughs> but then Opinionated Luscious goes under the ring and pulls out a gif of Steph from, you know, the game we're talking about, saying, some Whoa. chick, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat at this point. <laughs> but then Pixel Project Radio says, oh I kind of felt that the entire roster of Life is Strange 3 was weak overall. The flashback oh, stuff with take. Alex and Gabe and family. I wish that was more prevalent. I like the game a lot either way, though. First game on my Steam Deck. If we cover it on our show, please join <laughs> us. The guest spot is is yours. Oh, Ooh, now we're heating the, up. The These two verbal, are at yeah, each baby? other's throats. The verbal equivalent of a suplex. <laughs> yeah, we're talking smackdown and wiping the blood from their brow. A opinionated luscious strikes back. <laughs> with, with perfect, I'll definitely guess. To be honest, my favorite story was Life is Strange 2, but I felt that the gameplay lacked the most in that one. Oh, he oh, just broke the man in half. Oh, hell yeah. Pixel Project Radio is left a little bit dazed, but shakes it off and tries to go for the counterattack with, ah, I haven't played that one yet. That's good to know, though. It seems like it's always forgotten and hated on, so it's nice to hear people praising it. Also, even though you don't like Max and Chloe, I've been pushing Life is Strange 1 for a spot on our show for a minute. <laughs> Same offer stands. <laughs> Oh, seeing a moment of opportunity, Opinionated Luscious brings out their finishing move and posts an image with the caption, as much as I hate on Max and Chloe, that shows their 166.6 hours in Life is Strange 1. How evil. I can barely watch. Oh, it's like hell in a cell. Oh, he's oh. already dead. Pixel Project Radio is down for the three count and tries to kick out of it with a dang hell yeah, dude. If I can get my co-host to agree to one or three. <laughs> I will absolutely reach out. It's an amazing series. I want to talk about it. But it's too late. Opinionated Luscious has left victorious and takes the championship belt for their final words. They say, it's definitely a favorite of mine. LOL. What, what a wild match. What the fuck was I just oh, a part of? Edge of that my was seat insane. for that. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That, that was the championship belt match we all needed. <laughs> and next we got Tales from the Backlog Who posts a gif of Bayonetta saying Let's dance boys uh, We also have Pixel Project Radio Somehow back from the hey. day Who says You know it might be a recency bias But Kane from Near Replicant And May from Night in the Woods Both stand out as being so so good Moving over to Discord We got some responses there too Go check out our Discord Get your gas station nickname 21st Century Fool gives us some options. They say Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, Samus, and Miss Pac-Man. And also, huh. they say, uh, I'm also going to say Madeline before Josh can. Ooh, yeah. got him. Yeah, this is uh, what we call in the biz foreshadowing. Uh, Chuck Norris, a.k.a. Redbeard, says Laura Croft needs a mention, but in the new games, yep, not sure. triangle boobs. And also, I'll second Tifa, too. Oh, yeah. 
Nutrageous King says, I'm not saying Samus, so I can say something more original and not Ooh. one note. So, Black Arachnia was in the Beast Wars game, so I want to elaborate other than Big Eyes Emoji. And yes, I did some Googles, and dude, they made a spider sexy? Or they tried. Oh, they certainly did. That spider guy. Spiders yeah. are always boy. sexy. Yeah, they made they made a sexy spider, uh, and then we have Josh she who says Madeline from Celeste. Oh, too oh, late! No, sorry, too Josh. Late. I make derivatives. You're derivative. You're derivative. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Josh. <laughs> the winner of the intern of the two week period between episode releases is. It's a tie between what? Pixel <gasps> Project Radio and Opinionated Lushes for the most wholesome deathmatch I've ever seen in my life. This is the first Congratulations. time ever. Oh my yeah, Congratulations. It's never been done before. Wow. Such gratuitous, obscene camaraderie. I, I, I can't even tell you. Yeah. A spectacle. <laughs> uh, absolute spectacle. And this episode, we ask... If you had to do a one-hour presentation to a group of college students and or dinosaurs, I guess, <laughs> okay. uh, starting 30 minutes from now, so you don't got a lot of time, what topic or subject would you be able to lecture about? Make sure you answer your question on Twitter, Discord, wherever you want. What? <laughs> it's basically like, tell us something you're passionate about, yeah. is the question. What, uh, hey, what's up, losers? Some weird robot voice told me to bring my delivery in here. <sighs> hey, Pete, what would be the worst way to die? Asking for a friend. Skeezy, Pete, what are you doing here? Uh, d uh smuggling. What does it look like? S smuggling what? Jeez, what are you, a cop? You, you wearing a wire or something? You the police? You the 5 -0? You the fuzz? Uh, I'm smuggling you stuff from the game dimension for the new, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, game Corp land. Yeah, now, you want the package or not? Uh, what is it? It's just basic supplies, you know? Let's We got some trash bins, a couple of napkin holders, velvet rope spacers. Oh, oh yeah, and a whole shitload of velociraptors. <laughs> Oh my oh, god, what? What the oh, hell, shit, man? Why would you bring those up here? Uh, Skadoy, because this is the shipping address for Game Corp land. Look, it even says the 22nd floor. Also, I got about two pallets of this sticky icky I need to offload. Can I use just this corner right here? What, you, the sticky icky? Yeah, you know, doink, spiff, slam, Satan celery, jazz fuel, the big shrug. The Green Grimace, Dropout Snacks, Silly Cigars, The Goofy J, Mary's Chihuahua, uh, Paul McCartney's Giggle Garden, Mr. Rogers' Sweater. Uh, am I speaking English here? You mean drugs? Drugs? <laughs> Calm down, you narc. It's just weed. This stuff is legal now. Remember? Uh, now, what it's laced with? Uh, that, not so much. But let me worry about that. Why are you bringing us weed? I don't know. Some Something about a college simulator. I forgot. I also have about two dozen stone horses for you. <laughs> what? Oh, don't tell Luke. Yeah, they're THC infused. We feed them to the velociraptors. Keeps them docile. You know, if you don't keep them stoned 24-7, they'll pretty much kill everyone. Let me tell you. Oh, no. You're just making stuff. No. Are, are you kidding? I got THC's infused animals coming out the wazoo. I got a five-pack of smokable hamsters. I got edible ants. I got a lemur you can freebase. Shit, I've even done dabs out of a unicorn's horn. You know these THC-infused horses? They, uh, they actually run faster than regular horses. Let me tell you. That shit's performance-enhancing. That's how Michael Phelps won the gold, you know. Wait, wait. Michael Phelps is a horse? Uh, nah, man. It's because he was smoking that mischievous honey badger. At least that's what most people think. But I know the real reason. It's because he's a goddamn half-mermaid. I've seen the birth certificate, man. This was issued by SeaWorld. Crazy stuff. 
Uh, half mermaid? Yeah, yeah, his mom was a mermaid. He's got mixed parents. Top half, mermaid. Bottom half, human. Half mermaid. What don't you get? Man's a biological anomaly. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't you mean... Uh, no, I said what I said, man. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you know what? Oh, gee, I, I just got an email, and... And it turns out all this super inconvenient stuff has got to get delivered down to shipping with Lootbox Larry in the basement. What? Are you kidding me? You know only one of these horses can ride the elevator at a time. You ever try hauling two goddamn tons of relaxed muscle up 22 flights of stairs? Uh, fine, whatever. Larry, order a few things anyway. Catch you later, losers. How did he get a van up here? I don't know. Well, while we are out the office before we get randomly selected for a drug test, let's go ahead and get a word from our sponsor. But when we get back, get ready for a showdown. Welcome to Game Corp is brought to you by Welcome to Game Corp. Whether you're a crab fisherman with a penchant for mayhem or a first grader who plays it fast or loose, Welcome to Game Corp has something for everyone. For two years now, our wonderful listeners have had the opportunity to live, laugh, and love Welcome to Game Corp. And hang in there, kitty, because you're in for more. All kidding aside, we want to thank our listeners for their continued support of the show. We literally wouldn't be here without you. Seriously, this show is a ton of work and our listeners are what drives us. But surprise, this ad also comes with a warning. We all know your dirty secret, and it's that you listen to our show for free. How scandalous. To repay us for your transgressions, how about you share the show with a friend? Podcasts grow by word of mouth, and the more the show grows, the better it will become. And that's a win-win for everyone. Thank you again, and remember to ask your local deli counter for Welcome to Game Corp today. Welcome to Game Corp. It's what's for dinner. Hey, JB, can you hand me your G Fuel? Uh, sure. Why? Well, because in case everyone's forgotten, the portal upstairs runs on game souls, and every time we battle, we're supposed to sacrifice the loser, and last time I checked, we're not okay with that. Okay, but why does that mean you need my G Fuel? Well, I kind of started rescuing all the game souls and pouring your G Fuel down the tube instead. No, you didn't! Dude, I had a limited edition Naruto-flavored one in there. How could you? Well, would you rather sacrifice a whole video game dimension instead? Uh, JB? I'm thinking. Dude. Guys, you gotta figure this out now. The boss is coming. JB! Uh, fine. Thank you. All right, let's get this over with. I have investors coming to talk about cross-promotion with Elon in ten minutes. All right, I got you queued up. And action. Crushing math courses, mad scientists playing God, merchandising, Game Corp's opening a new money-making venture, and it's up to these three smooth-brained boneheads to battle two games to bring me the most manipulative, the most exploitative, the most profitable business model ever. Will Jurassic Park Evolution 2 slide against nature reign supreme? Or will two-point campuses crushing tuition fees rise to the top in this episode's head-to-head showdown? Jurassic Park Evolution 2 versus Two Point Campus. In this corner, it's the game that makes playing God a logistical nightmare and always, uh, finds a way to have the T-Rex break out and chew on the heads of your janitorial staff. 
It is the apex predator of planning, the master of must-go-faster. It is Jurassic World Evolution 2. And in this corner, the game that makes mountains of crushing debt somehow seem hilarious and answers the question, what if Wallace and Gromit got into business management sims? It's the professor of pain, the classes that'll kick your asses. It's Two Point Campus. Alright, the Office Code of Combat has officially been enacted, and these two games now have no choice but to battle to the death to determine which game has the better business model. The fate of their worlds are at stake, and these two brave heroes have entered the ring to fight on their behalf. Jake will be arguing in favor of Jurassic World Evolution 2, while JB will be arguing for Two Point Campus. Now, the matches consist of three five-minute rounds appropriately themed around the asset, the facility, and the exploitation. The rules are simple. Keep the arguments focused on the topic, or your opponent can call you out, and that's totes embarrassing. If it's a clean sweep, then you'll take the win outright. But if there's a two-to-one lead, the runner-up gets one minute to state their case before the final decision is cast. All right, so let's go ahead and begin. Round one is the asset. This is going to be the college student versus dinosaur. This is all about which is more unruly, which is the more stable product for reaping profit, which is the better asset to work with. Beginning with their one opening statement, I believe Jake won the coin toss. Jake, Hell yeah. you got one minute on the clock and begin. There is only one thing in all of existence that every man, woman, and child has dreamed of becoming one day. What is that, you ask? Dinosaurs? No! It's to be the open-breasted Chris Pratt looking stern and holding his hand out to bark orders at a goddamn velociraptor. Jurassic Park Evolution 2 allows you to cosplay as your favorite Mario voice actor and wrangle, feed, and medicate the coolest animals to ever grace God's green earth. You get to build custom-gated enclosures for classic dinos like the T-Rex, aviaries for sky-dwelling creatures like pterodactyls, and deep lagoons for water-dwelling monsters like the plesiosaur. Getting to perfectly balance the environment of each enclosure provides its own fun challenges as well. Each dino species has its own wants and needs, and you control that by providing the right environment, food type, and cohabitation needs. Not only that, you get to feed them, live prey like fish, goats, and transport them by freaking helicopter when they get a boo-boo. JPE2, as I'm now calling it, also lets you take direct control of jeeps and helicopters anytime you want to harass your dino collection with an endless supply of tranks, stems, and flares. I'm speaking way too fast. Truly a spectacle to behold for any deep-pocketed nerd born old enough to see the original film. <sighs> Done. <laughs> Perfect timing. That is one minute exactly right before the breath. Not too fast at all. All right, JB, your one minute for opening statement begins now. Now listen here. I might not <laughs> be goodness. a quick-talking city boy oh, like no. my competitor, but what I will say is college students come in many different shapes, styles, colors, and creeds, and Two Point Campus has them all. They got jocks, they got oddy kids, they got chefs, knights, and vampires, and more. Uh, takes me back to my college days. Now, as the dean of your own very much for-profit university, you'll get to manage them all, choosing to provide them with all of their wishes or teach them the true meaning of struggle as you make all 1,000 of your students use a single bathroom and make them eat all of their meals at a vending machines that you own. Fill your classrooms with students that couldn't get into Yale and have them taught by your dollar store staff. And before you know it, you'll be rolling in the money. 
Perfect. With nine seconds to spare. Very concise. All right. With the end of each opening statement, that leads us to the open street battle of a discussion between these two. And your arguing of five minutes begins now. All right. Why is this even a discussion? We're talking goddamn dinosaurs versus college students. Holy fucking shit. It's a dinosaur (laughs) to quote that classic YouTube video. Dinosaurs are amazing. They're so fucking cool. Tyrannosauruses and plesiosaurs and quetzalcoatluses. Why would you want to deal with boring-ass college students and their mopey-ass needs when you could feed T-Rexes live goats and make people pay for it? I, I mean, I don't see what the issue is. College students are some of the craziest, wildest people you'll ever see. You know, there, there, there's a phrase, you know, people in college, they experiment, they try new things, they experience all that life has to offer, and that's what you get with Two Point Campus. We're not talking about just some random beasts that have only basic needs. We're talking complex creatures they're smart they think they're thoughtful they think you know what i mean (laughs) complex creatures you give them a bathroom and a freaky compound style dorm with a thousand beds in it and they go to class and pay you there's nothing complex about that what's more fun is dealing with the wants and needs of a fucking spinosaurus before he eats your casting crew and you know what everybody pays for that baby people will pay out the ass according to the jurassic park evolution to expense report people apparently pay out the ass to see dinosaurs and eat churros and stuff working with dinosaurs is incredible and they're more fun to look at too by the way cowboy was very on the nose when he said these are wallace and gromit abominations in two-point campus they have black eyes like doll's eyes and they are so (laughs) weird and creepy and the assets the beautiful dinosaurs in jurassic park evolution 2 jurassic world evolution 2 they're so high detail and so high poly and so beautiful and you get to see them react in nature it's so much cooler than looking at the terrarium that is two-point campus Hmm. i i will say everything in reverse back at you i am rubber you are glue because dinosaurs are boring i've been to zoos excuse me You see a giraffe, you're just like, whatever. And dinosaurs, yeah, they may be novel now because we haven't seen them. But once they become as normal as giraffes, people would just be like, whatever. It's a fucking giraffe. I don't care. And they don't they don't care. You have to like, you know how much tickets are to the local zoo? Like five dollars. You're not making bank on that. And that's what dinosaurs will be. That's what I mean. It's the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> tickets tickets are not fun anyway i digress when i see a giraffe i go wow when i see a bear i go ooh. if i ever saw a goddamn t-rex i'd be like take my 401k i want to ride that motherfucker into the sunset they're so freaking cool and when you take care of them like it's more than just like setting up a room for them to be happy in if they fight you got to take care of business and take care of them if they need fucking ground fruit you take care of it and take care of them and then if you put the wrong dinosaurs together you can make brutal death matches and watch them kill each other and people pay for that baby will college students kill each other yeah not in the game all the time (laughs) i mean we got vampires chilling out with knights we got them chilling out with just normal people the jocks the nerds i mean you've ever seen revenge of the nerds it's it's it doesn't hold up it's a little rough but (laughs) you gotta understand there's like college campuses are are the modern day sort of uh popular what's the word i'm looking for reality television you know what i'm saying like people get bored of jurassic park that's why the new ones don't make that much 
much money. But the newest like reality money. TV make way more, much more mus- may may much much more monies. Much more yep. monies. Much more. Yep. You took the they you sure took do. the word of dilly doos right out of my mouth. YouTube Except is not. Oh. I would rather watch a Comsagnathus tear up a school child than I, I don't would even ever know what fucking is. watch Billy Boy <laughs> date Trisha Trish from fucking physics class for the third time. I would hate that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Whatever but that quadlojogging is, that's not a real animal. You made that up. <laughs> no, Comsagnathus is real. And watching nope. a Majungasaurus swallow his third okay. fucking yak okay. for the, <laughs> for the afternoon, right. it's so amazing. A Majungasaurus? You... That's a real dinosaur. I'm talking about <laughs> Jimmy Bones chilling out on the love bench with his sister Tracy. Wait, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit writes itself. I'm talking watching a Stracosaurus impale an iguanodon because they don't want to fucking share ground fruit. Okay. I'm talking about Vlad the Impaler impaling Vlad the Impaler. I'm talking. You know about what I'm watching... talking about? I'm talking about time. I don't know what you're talking about. Time. I don't know what anybody's talking about anymore. You know Ooh. what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You can't the just, you can't just say that. Right? It's real. <laughs> it's a real dinosaur. Saying, do you know what I'm talking about, does not absolve you of not <laughs> making sure it does. sense. It 100% does. It's like, with all due respect, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, <that's... laughs> Okay, okay. Let's Let's bring it back. Oh, that was a beautiful round. <clears throat> All right, so this round I knew was going to be interesting because you have the assets, you have the college student, and then you have the dinosaur. Like, every since five years old, everyone loves dinosaurs. But, which was a point well hit, but we also have to understand that we are managing these products, these, these uh, catalysts of profit. And so a college student... A lot of drama, a lot of fun to watch, but also, you know, lower management, you know, not as much danger there, maybe to themselves yeah. and maybe to people walking at night. But otherwise... Lower overhead. Thanks for making my point for me, Cowboy. Exactly. These were points that you made intrinsically through your arguments. I understood it. But there is a simple answer to this. And the answer is motherfucking dinosaurs. Because dinosaurs are badass. He's right. I mean, we're talking about the boss creating somewhere. What does he want? Does he want college students that are high and lazy all the time? Or does he want the apex predator of the crustaceous period or whatever it's called? Dinosaurs. Jurassic. It's in the name. Yeah, it is. Dinosaurs take the cake. They take uh, round right, one, baby. Asset. Well done. Rigged. Where's the hashtag justice for JB, huh? I see justice for Jake chilling in the Discord channel. What's that about? <laughs> it's It was banned from Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Elon. Round two. We're moving on to the facility. Now, this is going to be the campus versus the dino compound. It's about which environment is just overall better. What location type is going to have more advantage to the person running it it's just simply which is the better facility uh since shake began with the first round opening statements one minute on the timer jb give me your words you know as a southern lawyer such as myself you must understand (laughs) that i may have touched on this a little already but you can really pinch every penny in your facility if you want sure you'll have upset students asking for frivolous things like hot shaped park benches coffee machines and places to sleep but you can just ignore them and they'll keep giving you money anyway it's wonderful you'll choose which posters or in my case single poster that you put on 
every surface that accepts it. You can create inefficient walking paths that lead people through multiple bathrooms, classrooms, and mazes just to get to class. And you can never hire a single janitor. The sky's the limit. This is the type of control and captive audience that would make Jeff Bezos change his seats. I rest my case. And I meant change his sheets because he had a wet dream. I rest my case again. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. With a few seconds to spare, Jake, what do you have to say? One minute on the clock. So, dinosaurs are the carrot, but what is the stick, you ask? An endless sea of overpriced food, merchandise, and attractions. Jurassic Park, the Jurassic Parks you build in this game are perfectly curated money-making monsters. Stick a helpless dinosaur at the end of a long walking path and watch in awe as park-goers navigate a gauntlet of t-shirts, cheesesteaks, and boba teas. And when they possibly can't walk any longer, entice them with luxury hotel rooms that they are forced to stay in between because the park is in the middle of freaking nowhere. If that isn't enough, park-goers are so horned up for dinosaur pics that they will literally put their life on the line to pay extra and enter enclosures by Jeep, Hamster Ball, or zipline just to fill their timeline with nervous selfies while velociraptors stalk them from the shadows. And if a dinosaur manages to escape confinement and seek justice for man's hubris, you can just shove the park guests into a conveniently placed emergency bunker until it all cools down. Or not. It seems people in this game are willing to shill out money regardless of the danger, and that's good for business. All right. A very well-stated opening uh, segments for both of you. But let's go ahead and get into the nitty-gritty, dirty street fight argument section. Five minutes on the clock. The facility. And go. Listen up, little foot. Like, you may think <laughs> that Jurassic World is this amazing facility. You're, it is. You, you ruined it in your own opening statement. You said we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's very hard to get there. You know what I hear? Money. Mm. I hear the cost. You got to charter helicopters. You got to have these crazy pens to hold people in. You know what you need for college students? Walls. That's about <laughs> it. You give them some okay. walls and some paper, and they'll do college stuff, and they'll pay you for it. And you know what? You know what, mother, mother, uh, Littlefoot's mother from the the, the movie Land Before Time. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, <laughs> uh, you don't need a lot of money for college students. You just don't, <laughs> and they pay you more money. Inflation. Okay. Look at it. Everything mm -hmm. like housing, all uh, gas, all of these things they go up like crazy. But you know what goes up even more? Tuition. That's what the boss wants: the ability to raise rates as much as he wants, and people keep paying it for no reason. Why do colleges exist? I don't know. Why would you want to create an attraction for regular schmucks when you can entice the uber-rich, the whales of whales, the real whales IRL, entice them into the middle of nowhere and hold them captive in a sea of money-making madness? $50 for Jurassic Dogs, $75 for a fucking T-Rex action figure. All I got was this t-shirt when a Jurassic Park monster ate me, $200, and then stay $1,000 a night in a hotel. Why would we deal with the common rabble, especially college students, when we can afford to destroy the uber-rich in the middle of nowhere, baby? That's what I'm talking about. There's more money in Wales than there are the common rabble. It's because the uber-rich, the reason they're uber-rich is because they know how to handle their money. They got, they got accountants who tell them when to spend and when not to spend. They got investments. They got offshore banking. They know how to not pay taxes and never pay more than what they got. You know, the uber-rich, the weird thing is they pay less overall because people give them free shit because if they endorse it, you know who's going to buy all that stuff? 
college students. They're out buying the brand new iPhone. They're out buying the brand new Android. They're buying the new Teslas. They're buying all that stuff. You know why? Because they got interest-free loans from the bank that they pay off in 50 years. They can't think that far ahead. They're dumbass college students. These are the people. You get them indebted to you now, what are you going to do? And the main thing, we're talking about facility. We're n- we shouldn't even talk about yeah, dinosaurs and rich people. Yeah, you fell for my trap card. Strike all of that from the record. <laughs> but I remember it now <laughs> because the facility. Move, baby. <laughs> now listen to everything I have to say about a facility. No. Movie theaters, fossil <laughs> stuff, sushi. That's what you can see. That's what mm. you can look forward to at a Jurassic World oh, park. Are you fair. talking zip lines, gyroball shit? What? Zip lines you can have monsters? that at a college. That's amazing. You can't have park you tours can. in college where dinosaurs yes, try to eat you. You sure college can. students won't pay for it because they're fucking broke from all the tuition fees. They don't no, pay they just extra. roll it into their loans. I yeah. mean, that's all the thing. They pay loans. for it later. Why do you want to cripple U.S. government with overbloated loans when you Interest. can- when you can attack the one percenters with Jurassic Park boba tea. Now with real Spinosaurus chunks. It's delicious. Listen, listen you spend $100 on a boba tea. But that boba tea, the overhead, because you're on the top of the mountain in Zimbabwe, like that costs a billion dollars a day to run. How the logistics of it are insane. You got to helicopter out boba pearls, but you get a boba shop in the middle of like a college in Seattle. That shit's basically free. It runs itself. In a day, you make enough money to cover your overhead. So this is what I'm saying. Yes, you may have rich whales coming in and spending their mega bucks on your stuff, but your overhead is so expensive that it's going to take you so long to even break even that it's not even worth overhead. it. Overhead. Sure, you pay 250 grand a minute just in scientist fees. Sure, that's true. But when park <laughs> people are paying $250,000 a minute in ticket sales, it all cancels out, baby. And then you hit them with that good, good merch. That's where the real sales are. Are. Ask real mm-hmm. people in real life. Ask brands. That's how they get their money. The merch, you, baby. You pay teachers like no money. And then college students pay you all the money. So I, 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 your, your equation may break even, but mine's exponential. You pay a bunch of people no money to make you a bunch of money. I mean, this is just business. This is just business sense. Oh, in a college, can you watch a diplodocus eat ferns from the top of a viewing tower yes no, you can you rent can't. the visuals are rent. better and the you can, you can rent just rent white. the movie from the library why would you want to rent the goddamn <laughs> movie when you can go to a movie theater in jurassic world and watch jurassic park and jurassic world and go out and see the real thing and i can do that because i did that in my park there were three movie theaters in a row there and everyone loved it and then they saw the real dinosaurs mm. afterwards that's a facility right there baby and then after they're done they had cheeseburgers because i set that up next to it mm. and Fair. that is time <laughs> I, you know, what's really funny is you both refused to talk about facility for the first two minutes, but it really canceled each other out. So I let it go. <laughs> it was, it was perfectly wrong on both sides. Perfectly balanced as all perfectly things should be. Perfectly balanced as all things should. All right, let's bring up a few things. Jake makes a great point. You get the money at the source, the one percenters. Where's all the money in America? The uber rich. And they are all, they are the only ones that are going to fly out to this facility. That's the kind of facility that attracts them, exclusivity. And then JB on the other side, talking about, okay, but uber rich, uber expense. I'm talking about low overhead. I'm talking about statistically underpaid professors. Dimes on the dollars, massive hundred thousand bloated tuition costs against the uh, against the students. This it makes a good point, but there's one thing you're all forgetting here. 
We're talking about what we got to present to the boss. And you're talking about taking money from the uber rich with with the with this facility, the one oh, percenters, shit. friends oh. of the boss. The boss is the uber rich. He is the uber rich. But what does he love? Sticking it to young millennials that want to change the world. Sticking it to the new generations and taking every diamond dollar they have. Running oh my cheap God, you're right. facilities. With nothing, with don't with agree because you're winning. With just he loves destroying posts. the hopes of the young Objection. people. So overruled, overruled. You can't <laughs> do that. What the gavel, hell? Gavel, gavel. <laughs> Sustained, overruled, leading, badgering the judge. This is the campus, the campus of Two Point University. Hell yeah! Takes the cake on rigged, this one. Rigged, 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 rigged. It's not rigged. <laughs> That leads us to the tie-breaking round. Round three, exploitation. Even though you guys hammered heavily on this already, we are going to focus oh, and zero so in, talk, talk about, about brass tacks. Tuition versus ticket sales. This is about the grift, the long con, the pure indecent profit that can be ripped from each of these things. Which of these oh, two it's things- more than that, baby. Is it goes more deeper than that. <laughs> the well runs deep. Well, go ahead and give us your one-minute opener, Jake, starting now. Well, toying with the lives of our youth through, t through things like crushing tuition fees may be pretty bad, but you know what's mm -hmm. even more exploitative? Playing God! No. JP2 <laughs> takes these beautiful monuments of nature's splendor called dinosaurs and shoves them in electrified cages for passersby to oogle them through ten inches of safety glass while they hork down their fifth Jurassic dog of the day. Watching Oz, the beautiful Quetzalcoatlus, the largest flying animal ever discovered, soars through 40 yards of overgrown trees in a shallow aviary while little Tim Tim begs for an overpriced stuffed triceratops from the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> or you can try my favorite, a half-mile-long zip line over a carnivore enclosure stuffed with all the wrong apex predators in what I like to call the killing fields. <laughs> and if those beautiful dinosaurs dare to get uppity about their surroundings, you can sell those upstarts off to God knows where and then literally tear their genetic code apart to create a new batch of slow, dumbed-down, and soulless dinos to take their place. These dinos are genetically curated slave beasts with the sole purpose of selling park tickets and merchandise, and then if that ain't exploitative, I don't know what is. And time. Perfectly timed. A few seconds over, but good enough. JB, your one-minute argument for exploitation begins now. You know, I may not have a <laughs> fancy suit or a college education, but one thing I do know is toying with the lives of once extinct species may be pretty bad. But you know what's even more exploitative? Playing God. Because Two Points Campus puts you and only you in charge. You can giveth and you can taketh away. But either way, you'll keep giving you money. I mean, they'll keep giving you money. You'll have complete control to run your a university like a utopia you always dreamed of or a dystopia you always wished upon your enemies. College students don't know any better. They are the perfect exploitable beast. Create a state-of-the-art virtual reality class where a bunch of, bunch of slow, dumbed-down, and soulless college students pay wow. thousands of dollars in tuition and other fees to play video plagiarism. games that could have been played at home for much cheaper. <laughs> then, give them bad grades so they have to go to your paid one-on-one -on -one tutoring services these students have no choice because if they did they would have gone quite literally and, anywhere else and that's time 
Thank you, Colonel Sanders. Yes, Colonel Sanders merged with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I don't know what you do in there. <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes you got to bring out the ringer. <laughs> okay, and with that ringer, we're going to go ahead and go to the main bout, the five-minute argument for the final round, exploitation, arguers on your marks, get set, and fight. Jurassic Park is a cautionary tale against exploitation. We're literally toying with nature people for the profit of the uber elites. I'm going to bring it there now with for the boss. We're literally toying with nature, ripping apart codes, playing gods, creating dinosaurs that shouldn't even exist as they scream, terrified in their little tiny cramped cages, please just let me go extinct again, while children <laughs> laugh and go, ha ha ha, this bread bowl's delicious, mom. Let's go to the fucking fossil zone again. This is a monument to man's hubris. It's disgusting. It's terrible. It's exploitation to its core. You can you can distill the exploitation from this baby. I don't know what else to say about that right now until you go next and I can fucking counter that. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 may be a cautionary tale against exploitation, but uh-huh. college is a tale of for exploitation. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It is all exploitative. What do you get as a college student at the end of college? A bunch of debt and a piece of paper that says you're in debt. That's all it, That's all you mm. get. There's no actual sort of... There's been studies all over the world that have been done that show college does not prepare you for the world at large. It does not prepare you for your job. It does not give you any sort of advantage that just having experience in the field wouldn't give you. And a lot of the highest paid jobs in the world, you know who are running those things? College dropouts, high school dropouts, inventors, smart people, creatives. You don't need a piece of paper that tells you you showed up. Like, that's bullshit. That's for the the nonsense workers. But that's that's where colleges come in. Not only do you get to exploit the fact that they're trying to get that piece of paper for whoever knows what reason, you get to exploit them while they're in it as they're in it as well. So you're actually making them not only pay money to be there, you're making them pay money to eat there, to sleep there, to drive there, to park there, to live there, to drink there. And after the fact, you call them up and say, we need donations. Oh, talk about hubris. This is where colleges take the cake. And Jurassic World, you can't, dinosaurs don't have money. (laughs) <laughs> dinosaurs don't have money. Dinosaurs generate money. You can also build a building that uh, collects charity and stuff like that, too, in the park, mind you, which is its own mm. form of exploitation. But the park does not prepare these dinosaurs for the real world. It does not give them skills to survive in nature. Do you know what it does? It makes them pay for food and water and enclosure with their souls, baby. Huh. It sucks the life right out of every other dinosaur in the park to be there, and we get to reap the rewards. We get to see a Tyrannosaurus dance around with his tiny little arms and his big fucking feet as we fucking buy another t-shirt. It's all there. It's all there. That's kind of crazy, because I think the same thing about college. Like, we watch college football, we buy the t-shirts, their soul is eaten while they're there. It's, you know, the, 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 the similarity is... Kind of crazy. Yeah, you know what? But the... Yeah. You're kind of yeah. right. So, um, as as I'm listening, I, I kind of couldn't really tell who was arguing what anymore because the words college student and dinosaur kind of game uh, interchangeable. Huh. Yeah. Guys, I think this is a tie. Well, but that's never happened before. Can we can we do that? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's deadlocked. I, I I really can't choose either way. I'm. It's it's got to be a tie. 
Yeah, yeah but any this is arguments... a head-to-head, man. This is a head-to-head. We can't tie. We have to bring the boss a business model or there's no Game Corp land. Uh, right. Wait. No, we can. We can combine them and use the best of both. Oh. Wait, okay. Are you saying that we build a dinosaur university? Exactly! I, they're already clever girls. They just mm. need someone to give them a chance. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's perfect. We can take disenfranchised dinosaurs and give them an education. We teach them to be more than just killing machines. We integrate them into our society. It'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah, and then people won't pay just to gawk at them. They'll hear their lectures. They'll read their essays. They'll watch their theater productions. Guys, mm. this changes everything. It's like a... a a world evolution? Yeah. A Jurassic World evolution? Uh-huh. Two. Yeah. Oh, it'll be so adorable, too. Imagine a T-Rex trying to write equations on a blackboard. Oh, With those little arms. Oh. Dude, we, we gotta go. We gotta tell the boss, like, right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ring him up. Podcasters, what? Boss, we figured out the business model. Oh, finally. I could use some good news. Give it to me. Well, we were analyzing the big data of each one, and we realized that no single one business model could work on its own. Well, duh. We figured that out hours ago. Turns out dinosaurs are all extinct, and college students are all getting their loads forgiven. Whatever you got better be good. Oh, it is. We re-crunched the big data numbers, and that's when we realized we could combine the two ideas into one single business model. Mm Mm-hmm. Synergy, the best of both worlds. Why didn't I think of that? Yep. So it, instead of a theme park, we build a for-profit prison that specializes oh, in incarcerating college students. That's <laughs> genius. <laughs> um, no, no, um, yeah, it's perfect. We imprison thousands of young able minds for the most minor of offenses, and then force them to write ad copy and game reviews for cents on the dollar. Um, not, I mean, that's not quite... Exactly. <sighs> and then we build the whole place in a way that'll psychologically condition them to never properly reintegrate into society, thus creating a renewable, lifelong source of cheap labor and government payout. <laughs> oh, but the little T-Rex arms on the blackboard. Oh, yeah. Inventors are going to love this. We're going to make so much money and incarcerate so many young minds. Ooh, oh, I cannot wait. There's little velociraptors in their cap and gowns. Walking on stage to receive the diploma with their tiny little hands. Tiny oh. little velociraptor hands. Can't thank you enough, boys. You guys really nailed this one. And it's all on you. <laughs> all right. Good call. Bye. Why does this always happen? Shh. Shit. Well, that's our show, folks. Oh, um, yeah, as always, I'd like to thank Metroid Mike for the use of our theme song. I can't break off of the album Heart of the Juggernaut. Please go to Bandcamp and buy it. He needs every single dollar because there's a comment flying here from Neptune. And boy, do we need some civil defense right now. And as always, thanks to Inky Danny for the beautiful, amazing artwork. Go look at it. Google it. Wonder it. Yay, yay, yay. Thank you much. Yeah. And thank you so much for answering our intern, uh, ask the intern questions. We really appreciate it. Go out to our Discord or Twitter. You'll see those posted. Answer them for your chance to become the intern of the two-week period between episode releases Hell also yeah. check out our instagram we're on discord sometimes we stream on twitch it's a fun sometimes. time 
And I, Cowboy, want to thank you so much for just listening. If you can, take the time to rate and review anywhere. It helps us grow as a show. We've gotten a lot of love lately. People giving us 10 out of 10s loving the show. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to stay for the post credit sequence. And get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night or morning. Yo, is that dinosaur really real? Like, what? Yeah, Don't even get me started on soup. I mean, that rabbit hole goes all so deep. So deep on that one. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you know, Campbell's has been putting mind-altering substances in their, like, soup over the years. You ever notice how every soup kitchen is full of homeless people? I'm telling you, it's the soup, man. It brainwashes you. It makes you leave your home, and then it's free real estate, man. And big soup sweeps in to turn your house into tomato farms so they can grow more genetically enhanced super tomatoes. And get this, they're smart. Like Border Collie's smart. Think about it. Oh, sure, I will. Uh, by the way, is this your way of telling me you don't have an identification card on you? Oh, uh, no, man, I'm totally off the grid. That's all a scam. I don't even have a social security number. You know, yeah, social security was invented by the government. Uh, they're basically behind the whole thing. And I'm telling you, it goes all the way to the top. All right, that's ridiculous. Get off your high horse, buddy. Nah, man, it's true. Yeah, I know, sir, but you can't ride a horse through the lobby. Oh, oh yeah? Well, watch this. Sir Bartleby, away. Yeah. 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 Bartleby. Uh, is dead? Nah, it's just really high, man. Did you know they put trace amounts of black licorice and LSD conditioning by the big candy corn lobby so they could shell out their product throughout the year? Well, I asked nicely. Deploying taser. Yeah, you gotta see. The thing is, the ducks can't wear lipstick, so how are they testing on them? It just doesn't make... What a weird fellow. Well, drop the game corp land with you. Let's go. Potatoes. Time travel. Bruce Springsteen.